0: Welcome to
1: the Mystic Millennials Podcast, hosted by Abby and Bethany. This is a podcast to share the reality of spirituality and what it is really like to be 20-somethings navigating a spiritual awakening. Join us weekly as we become your new spiritual BFFs,
0: sharing all about our own journeys while celebrating the amazing people who inspire, motivate and encourage us to embrace our modern mysticism. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. We're coming at you. I feel like this is big tourist season vibes mm. coming at you on a Saturday morning in our PJs, yep. feeling very relaxed,
1: very casual. I'm basically laying down on my couch right now. Yeah. I ditched the office, I wasn't doing any of that today. No office vibes. i got today. the front door open. I'm looking at the, the trees are blowing. The leaves are fluttering. Honestly. My dog is snorting all over my lounge room. It's (laughs) perfect. Honestly, ideal. And, well, that's a new addition to your life. Your
0: dog. You've got a dog now.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, let's talk about what's been happening. Yeah, we got a doggy. (laughs) We've had him. um, We got him about a week ago by the time this podcast comes out. His name is Pedro. He is a pocket bully. He is... Still a puppy because he's one years old, but he's about forty five kilos, so he's very very big, um, and he's just gorgeous. He's beautiful. We rescued him um from somewhere in Perth. We drove down, drove the five hours there and back um to pick him up, and yeah, it's just great. He's so gorgeous. I've forgotten how much I because I've always had dogs, and you are you the same? Like you've always had dogs in your family. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I so I've always dog. had dogs, and then when me and Georgia moved in to like our new place in January, we were like, "Yeah, we'll wait like a year before we get a dog." Like it's such a big commitment. Three months later, <laughs> you're like, "We need Whoops. now, please." Whoopsies. But they have his, um, they have his birthday on all his like paperwork, so I need to look up his. I think he's on the cup. <gasps> <laughs> he's either an Aquarius or a Pisces. I'm pretty sure. No, Petro. 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 Read his little birth chart, please. I know. I should. I proper will. I need to. I just haven't (laughs) got around to it. But, yeah, that's my news is I got a doggy. Um, Bless up. So, yeah, if you hear any snorting or any toys being thrown around in the background, that's Petro. He wants to make his presence known. He wants to become famous.
0: (laughs) To be honest, Bagheera, right before we hopped on, was being very cuddly, very, like, hello Abby I need attention so we Love might be me, hearing, please I don't know where he is but we might be hearing bigira in this episode as well um last week we took a a little bit of a break over Easter mm-hmm. spend the Easter period with you know yeah. friends family relaxing
1: yeah actually I didn't eat that much chocolate I didn't either actually my mum we went and saw my mum and she got me in george out uh, like a bunny each yeah but i left them in perth so i i only ate the ears of the bunnies so i left i left my bunny um, orange. oh my god there you go yeah no, mm. i literally ate that and then um george's mum left us a little bag of like caramel milk eggs so i've been every day just having like one or two you know just a little spot of a, i love a little mini egg that is just perfect for me
0: you know i and i love caramel milk oh it's the premier <laughs> chocolate. I
1: can't really eat milk chocolate Truly. anymore. It's either got to be like dark chocolate or caramel. I'm so I love a bit it. of a, a marble as well. Have you had oh, the marble chocolate? Yes. Truck? Oh, my God. Oh. Let's just talk about chocolate. Could this intro get more Taurusy? We're talking about chocolate <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> and that's what we're, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to talk about.
0: Because on the 20th of April, it's yeah. the 23rd today, we moved into... Taurus season, which I love. I have a Taurian moon, so feeling very good. Um, but you know, thought we'd have a bit of a chat about it. What is Taurus season all about? How are we moving through the season? What are we doing? Um, and just how to utilize it in your life as well?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think, I think we all collectively, whether we noticed it or not, got completely burnt the fuck out in Aries season. <laughs> like yes. me and Abby the last week of Aries season were like two shells of a human being trying to hold <laughs> it together <laughs> no
0: legitimately Literally. and i also looked at my chart earlier this week and i have about four transits i think it's four transits going through my 8th house which is where my which is ruled by Taurus for me mhm um, and so, just that as well. Love. She's got. She's emotional.
1: Yeah. She. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's going inwards. Trends, it's, uh, I had that happen to me, um, like January, February, when I had yeah. my really, really That's- rough time. <laughs> um, so yeah, eighth house. Tra- I mean, yeah, the eighth house rules oh, like God. kind of our psyche. It's kind of our shadow self. It's all those like really taboo, dark parts of ourselves. Yeah. eight yeah. House Trends can feel very, it's ruled by Scorpio. So it's very, um, uh, very triggering in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah, Yeah. And it has <laughs>
0: been, it has been. So that's been my like kind of beginning to this season, just feeling like emotional and going nice. like, honestly, I'm going into a, like an intentional hermit mode. Of just hermiting within myself, but also just chilling out. Yeah. Because I mean, I feel like that's in line with Taurus season as well. If you want to talk about a bit a bit more about, I guess, what is the energy
1: of Taurus. Yeah. 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 So um, you know, Taurus is our is our earth sign. It's the first earth sign in the zodiac. And it really is kind of there. And that's why I just love the compliment of like aries to taurus because aries is like go do all the things and then taurus is like now settle in it just be in it be present right like yeah stop thinking a thousand steps ahead and just like look at where you're at right now um And making that present space really beautiful. Taurus is ruled by Venus. So it's all about having gorgeous, um, you know, I just this morning, I went and like stripped my bed and like made my bedroom look really beautiful because I was like, I just want to have like a really clean space because Taurus wants things to be beautiful and feel comfortable. Um, We can feel very indulgent over Taurus season. So it's very much the time for like, um, Cooking the beautiful meals and um, buying the beautiful clothes and rewatching comfort shows over and over again. You know, like just those kind of guilty pleasures, beautiful, like, um, like emotional comforts are just so key at the moment. And it makes sense
0: why I have put on um, Gilmore Girls and Jane the Virgin to rewatch for there we go. the fifth time this week yep um I and it feels Parks so good <laughs>
1: oh, I've <laughs> actually never watched that you'd like it I reckon I you'd like know. it it's I know funny, I but would. it's one of those ones like I love shows with a lot of seasons because yes. I like to really get to know you know the characters fall in love with them all that jazz um but yeah Taurus season is just kind of um, you know, being in nature, you know, mm. getting fresh air and looking at and really stopping to look at things like look at what the earth is bringing you look at your life and like practicing gratitude is really great in Taurus season. Like if you're like, I'm not someone I can never do a practice every single morning, um, but, you know, having a, a maybe monthly gratitude practice for the next like four weeks would be amazing to kind of just feel into that Um like loving life, basically. <laughs> love life. Live life, breathe air. <laughs> live life, breathe air. Love everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I love the post that you made um, when we entered Torah season, all exactly. about like slowing down to speed up, like rest. What can we take off our plate? How can we kind of tap into that um, that energy, that like indulgent goddess feeling really good about life energy. Yeah. Um and so I was wondering, what other things do you like to do during Taurus season to really feel that way, feel into
1: that like amazingness? Oh, oh my gosh, I'm not really like <sighs> I think for me it's just about like you said like dropping what can be dropped. You know, like realizing that I don't have to have a million things on my plane. I don't have to do all the things that all of the times. Um, Mm. I very much love like I just kind of indulge in the hobbies and tasks that I actually really enjoy. So for me, cooking, like I love cooking. So the other night I made a big meal. Last night we took it to my, you know, to George's parents' place. We all had dinner together and they were like, Oh my god, this is I don't think I've ever cooked for them. And they're like, Oh my god, this is actually really amazing. And I was like, Yes, damn straight it is. (laughs) Um, you know, like that sort of thing. But just yeah, like getting back into like like taking time to like anything Venus related. So taking time to like read books, um, write, like write creatively, write poetry or whatever, you know, just like allow your kind of thoughts to come through. Um, yeah, that sort of stuff. And just trying to like take lots of moments of pause and reflection and just think about okay, like all the things that I've been doing in the last month through Aries season, right? Like all the things that I've been doing and actioning and like stressing myself out about do they actually matter are they actually Mm. important to me um and then figuring out how can I maybe align what I'm doing whether that's in my business in my relationship in my friendships um how can I align that more with what I actually really value yeah I love that because
0: every season for me was very much like I was like oh I can do this oh I can do that let's make this content let's um you know, make these plans, da, 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 keep going, going, going. And now I've been like, wait a second, wait a second. Do I even I like doing? this content that I'm making? Is it even like, is it even like what I want to be making? Mm. Do I actually want to take up those practices, do those things? Mm. Um, and yeah, getting that, well, what you said in your post, basically, that's why I was like, fuck yeah. It's like <laughs> slowing down to figure out, you know, it's not about stopping it's about figuring out and becoming really clear and aligned on the direction we're going to move um, yeah. next. So I love that. Love. One other thing I want to ask and touch on is what challenges, what is the kind of maybe, um, yeah, more challenging things we might come up against or um, emotions of Taurus season? That might that we might um need to work on. We've got
1: <laughs> sorry, <guys>. I just <laughs> Little had to Pedro. I just, I just had to yell at Pedro because it's just tearing apart and he's trying to eat a really hard bit. Buddy, come sit down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, look, the challenging aspects of of tourist season, you know, Abby and I are both um shacked up with a couple of tourists. And so we know that better than anyone (laughs) does he birthday May? yeah yeah does he have really high expectations for his birthday like does he kind of want to be spoiled really bad well here's the thing it's very annoying he does but then he's already
0: bought everything Uh, as soon as he wants something he's gonna buy it right yeah could it be a more difficult person (laughs) but i mean i think it's not actually her. Behead. yeah he does he likes he likes it he likes yeah. his birthday
1: yeah <laughs> cuz st george's is in a few days and she just wants it to be the most special spectacular day of the year and she told <laughs> me this many many times and i'm like i don't know how i'm going to make that happen <laughs> I'm like, I can take you out for brunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that is, that's Taurus. Yeah, no, um, with Taurus, we can sometimes, Taurus is a, it's got a fixed mode. So each sign has a mode and that kind of opera, um, tells us a bit about how that sign kind of operates and takes action. Yeah. And with fixed signs, they're really consistent. They're really stable. They're really like, they will show up regularly. Mm-hmm. but with the Taurus being fixed it also um generally not a lover of change not a lover of kind of changing direction or um uh looking at you know it we may find it really challenging to like look at other people's perspectives we might find it challenging to like change our mind we might find ourselves really rigid and stuck in certain ways actions plans especially plans like being like no no like I had my mindset on doing this and it's like yeah but it's not working So what can I do? Yeah, just embracing a little bit of flow in that regard. Mm. Um, the great thing about Taurus season is, yeah, we this season we will be feeling a bit more capable of like putting in consistent effort. If a daily practice or something is what you've been struggling with, this could be a really great month to try and put it into work to putting it into place because that is going to really complement the energy. But again, just reviewing maybe every few days, whether it's a project or whatever it is that you're working on so that, okay, is this working or have my goals shifted? Like, do I need to adjust my path? Because that's the thing with Taurus is sometimes it can just get really stuck in its ways of being like, no, no, this is what I've decided. This is what I've said. Um, you know, even with conversations with people being like, no, no. Well, I've said that, and it's like okay, but listen to the other person, right? Listen, yes. active listening, um, and realize that you know just because we've said something doesn't mean we have to stick with it. We can, we're we're able to and allowed to, and we all should encourage each other to change our minds, to change our opinions, to um, have the freedom. And this is also great. I mean, you know, in Australia, we're coming up to election time right so let's talk we sure are for one second <laughs> please because um, i see it everywhere that's all i'm really actually quite interested is probably the first election i've been proper interested in yeah um and i think this is really great coming into election season like we are getting bombarded with a lot of politics with a lot of content um and just being really not getting in that Torian way of like oh I've always voted this way or talking to people and they're like oh I'll only vote this way and it's like maybe that's opposed to our beliefs maybe that's not what we're supporting but you know holding space for like bigger conversations and just being really grounded in those spaces where um, other people may have differing opinions and you don't have to get your guard up you can simply listen hopefully they see that they listen to you and yeah allowing people to to change their minds.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Drop like the, I guess, like the ego based. 100%. The ego based um, approach to things because, I mean, visiting family over Easter, you just know,
1: you know. The... I think everyone's, yeah, yeah. Back in orange. <laughs> Back in <laughs> orange. <laughs> orange for Easter. <laughs> it's sounds that one uncle, right? Like, just, oh, just like, we
0: do. We do. But I was actually really, um actually surprised by the kind of conversations that were happening that felt very different to probably even just the the last election yeah um you know 4 years ago so i was really impressed actually i was like people are investing in researching and learning mm-hmm. more and and being um hmm, i don't want to say malleable but just more open to changing their actions and so um I love that I love what you said as well because I mean I mean number one living with my partner Jake who it's got a lot of Capricorn moon Taurus sun yeah can we say much more um yeah. <laughs> he can be very <laughs> stubborn and very like I am in a project. I am doing this, and then mm. getting to a point, and it's like, oh, this hasn't worked actually. Um, yeah. But I've been so set in my ways that I haven't been able to notice. So, um, definitely, definitely something to keep in mind, and something I need to keep in mind as well. With my moon being in Taurus, we've got we've got more Pedro Pedro drama going on. He's a puppy.
1: He's a puppy. He just swallowed the nose or the eyeball off one of the oh, toys that I got him. Good gracious, Pedro. Hopefully he gets pooped out.
0: <laughs> it will. Damn it, Pedro. <laughs> Damn it, Pedro. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Something else I wanted to talk about as well because this tourist season is pre- welcoming in the start of eclipse season, right? hmm mm-hmm.
1: It sure is, yes. Let's talk yep. about eclipses for a second. <sighs> yeah i've been in denial that they're coming up tba but we're already in it we're in eclipse season i realized that i was talking to a client i was like yeah so like the next moon will be the last one you can like charge or cleanse your crystals for the eclipse season i looked and i was like no no the next one is an eclipse omg Um, OMG help me. <laughs> so yeah, eclipses eclipses because at the moment the the north node and the south node are in Taurus and Scorpio. Yeah. So our eclipse seasons this year are going to fall around Taurus season and Scorpio season. Love that for your moon sign. Brilliant. <laughs> um yeah, so yeah. She's going to so, go through um, some challenges, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. And and you know the the north node and south node are um in the um, in the birth chart that kind of indicate like our karma, our soul purpose, our life lessons. Like, what are we really here to learn and integrate? And right. so, when the sun and moon are impacting those two points, like in this, this um, that's what kind of triggers these eclipses, which <sighs> are times for yeah, like real real realignment. You know, it's kind of the time where the universe is like, hey, listener this is what needs to stop. This is what you need yeah. to start. And yeah, it's a time where we don't necessarily want to manifest or, um, you know, release anything or any of that sort of jazz because it's really a time where we kind of just, again, Taurus season, we need to sit back, we need to listen, we need to open our ears, we need to open our eyes and have a look what signs the universe is giving me right now and right. and taking them. Yeah, so when you say it's not a time to manifest,
0: we are more letting things fall away if they're falling away, not holding on and letting things, things happen if they happen rather than actively being like, I've got to do this, this, and this. We're sitting back.
1: I don't think we're necessarily relaxing. Um, no, never relaxing with the next. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is like, i think our last eclipse episode eclipse hangover i can't remember what number that is oh, but yeah i'm oh. like i feel like we only just recorded that
0: <laughs> i know and that was an intense one i think mm. well for you a lot yeah but also for me i mean that's why we named it eclipse hangover but yeah, so we were hungover
1: yeah, yeah. maybe we'll do it eclipse hangover part two we'll keep doing them each eclipse season and i just digest have a feeling you
0: have a feeling I'm not gonna I'm gonna go through it a little bit.
1: I've on top it. of your moon in your eighth house. <sighs> ah, it's okay. I'm ready for it. I'll just it's go okay. with the flow. Yeah. Um I'll but that you know what? That bunches. intentional hermit mode is gonna serve you so well. Yeah. Like so well. And that's the cool thing about using tools like this and astrology and you know, all that sort of stuff is yeah, you do get to kind of pre-prepare and being like, okay. This looks like it might be a little bit of a challenge, intentional hermit mode, or this looks like it's going to be lit AF. I'm going to plan lots of things. I'm going to go out. I'm going to have fun, Um, which no one wants to do in Taurus. Everyone wants to stay on their couch and order. Except for our, except for our partners who want extravagant birthdays. Yes. So (laughs) Georgia's the exact same Taurus moon cap, right? No, Taurus sun cap moon. Um, And yeah, like I had, sorry. Why are they twins? They are oh. twins and they both got fire risings. What the fuck?
0: Um,
1: it's that fire rising that just sends it for the birthday extravaganzas. And yeah. yeah, like I had a huge surprise planned, right? I can tell you guys because she knows it all now because it's all been spoiled by other family members. Oh, so I, she's obsessed with table tennis. She used to play it at her old job on her lunch breaks. I love like, her. Like <laughs> her dad got her her own like professional bat. Like oh my god yeah so me and my family and her family have gone in on a table tennis table for her to have at the house so it was going to be a surprise and then I was Iconic. going to be a surprise barbecue as well with all her friends at the house so then she could rock up and play table tennis with everyone and have lots of yummy food and see all the people that she likes and my mum ruined that it was a table tennis table for her present and then her mum ruined the barbecue surprise so you can't tell anyone anything you just no but I need everyone's help to plan it I know and then yeah and then Georgia was like oh so I don't really have any surprises like or like presents and I was like no I was like I can take you for lunch on your actual birthday and she was like oh it's okay like she just looked so disappointed that's fine bloody Tauruses they're so hard to please honestly though really hard to please
0: honestly though Well, I feel like tourist season as well is big on resting, yeah, intentionally resting. Oh, and it's something Beth and I had our P2P, Purpose to Paycheck with Jazz Bory. We had our graduation last week and something that Beth said during the graduation was around resting that really like really resonated with me. And I think will really resonate with um, in general tourist season and everybody listening, What, whatever point you're at. Oh, Pedro. <laughs> it's a shame we don't post the videos anymore because he's sitting, sitting right there.
1: next to me, giving me a little smile King. while I'm eyes off to ruin more toys. Look at but me. yeah, <laughs> rest. <laughs> Do you want me to let's, share what I spoke about? Let's, if you feel like it, yeah, let's it. talk about rest. Let's talk about rest. So, yeah, we, um, Jazz encouraged us to have a, uh, to talk about kind of, you know, our, our highlight, I guess, our biggest kind of challenge that we overcame in the last kind of six to nine months while we've all been working together. And mine was around rest. You know, when I left my full time job in December, um, I crashed and I crashed really hard. And I'm kind of only just now. In very late April coming back to feeling somewhat normal again and it's because I was in complete overdrive in my last job I spent five years burning myself out doing as much as I could really struggling to have boundaries with myself with my mind with my plans and my goals like just more 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 go 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 right like and I always really prided myself on being super ambitious always doing all the things Uh, it was something that I literally just felt like was such a big part of me and then when that fell away and I had all this space I didn't know who I was what to do I literally just i completely fell apart and what I was really proud of is that in the last three months I've built up really great boundaries with myself getting to understand my energy a bit more and realizing you know what I actually don't necessarily have the space to do readings like nine to five, yeah, five days a week. But I actually like to start work at 10 a.m. so I can do all my morning practices and go to the gym and stuff in the morning and then do a bit of work and then have some lunch and, um, do my house stuff and then do a little bit more like it's been able to find the schedule that works for me and realizing that my energy levels aren't what they used to like I can't do what I used to do but also I don't want to yeah I don't want to work as hard as I you know what I mean like I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to have to do as much as I was doing because it it was like it was just slowly killing me like my Uh, I couldn't handle it and I was so resistant to rest and I think you've had a similar story Abby like I and even some days now like I know my body is just yearning to just like lay down read a book close my eyes listen to some sound healing whatever the hell but my brain is like you have so much stuff to do you should be doing all this you're wasting your time and so that is kind of a I think that's a struggle that a lot of people would kind of experience for sure. Yeah, a
0: hundred percent. And what I've realized is, I mean, the same thing. I would be, I would be resting and relaxing, but my brain was still in overdrive, feeling bad mm-hmm. about resting and relaxing. And that's not true rest. Yeah. So you can't, you're not actually still resting, you're still kind of in this overdrive, thinking about what to do, how to do it, and not enjoying the the relaxation that you've sat down or, you know, whatever activity you're doing to actually receive, um, that kind of recuperation. And I'm exactly the same. I was working so, so much happened, like probably two years ago for me that when COVID hit, Mm. I was working four jobs and three of them fell away. They, I like just couldn't work them full time. Well, so yeah, I was also, I was also studying. Yeah. Um, And when they fell away, it was like this, like whoosh of like, oh shit, Mm. (laughs) oh shit, what do I do? Mm. Um, and that's when my spiritual awakening started happening because I was really just there with myself at that point. I was like, well, I can't, I'm not doing, 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 I've just got me that's left. Um, yeah. And so that was really confronting, but I kind of replaced almost that work that I was doing for like doing the work on myself and then becoming really interested in in what I'm interested in now and then studying that and then getting more qualifications. Yeah. So it was almost like I just plugged, plugged the hole with honestly something more healthy and i'm so glad yeah. the tools that i have now and the awareness of myself um and i'm very passionate about what i'm studying actually passionate about what i'm studying now mm. but it's been the same for me learning that it's okay like letting go of the guilt and the shame and knowing that i do need rest and it doesn't mean i'm lazy it doesn't mean that i you know it doesn't mean I don't want to do things ever. It just means that I'm readying myself. I'm giving myself the nourishment and, and nurturing myself so that I can go forward and do the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting that true rest that I spoke about earlier because I, I am still the same. I do struggle with that where I'm like sitting on the couch or like intentionally doing something for myself. And I'm like, no, I should should be doing something else and when that Mm. should pops up I'm like okay red flag yeah personal red flag
1: (laughs) no it's such a good red flag to have and that's the thing like moving through like you're not I don't think I'm ever gonna wake up one day and be like oh I have no reservations about Resting anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have no reservations about saying no. I think it's something that is so ingrained into all of us, something that we all come up with, you know, time and time again. But yeah, have getting to know yourself, that self-awareness to understand, like, okay, these are the things that um maybe trigger that reaction in me. These are how I know that I'm starting to fall into those habits, like saying should and um like feeling bad and all that sort of stuff. And like hyper for me, it's like hyper planning, like when yeah. I start to feel like I need to like write this massive to-do list I'm like okay let's actually drop that let's just write down what are my things that actually have to get done today and yeah. what would I like to get done and then between those two what do I actually have the energy to do
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a really good idea for me um in and Peter P introduced us to Notion I'm loving Notion
1: Everyone's As a stressed. test I need to get As into an- it <laughs>
0: there's a template on, on notion. I was about to say motion Um, on notion that like you can put your to-do list down and then um, order the, like it when it's due and the importance of it. Mm. So I just go off that now. Like it, it orders it for me. I just write down every single thing and categorize it. And I'm like, cool. How many things do I actually um, that are actually due today? And how many can I you know, possibly do if I have the energy, how many can I reallocate to another day? So that's been really helpful for me as well. Being like, okay, Abby, calm it down. Mm-hmm. Um but also something that I've been really learning recently, and I posted this on Instagram that resonated with a lot of people, but I looked at my screen time the other day and oh my I I looked and I was like wait what the hell? And to be fair like I you know, I use screens to, um, I mean, this screen time was just to do with my phone and I do use my phone to do stuff with my business, but it was legitimately for two days, like my entire waking hours. It Mm. was just like, like 14 hours of screen time. And I was like, I am, Wait, when did that happen? <laughs> How did that happen? Mm-hmm. And I was really horrified at myself and this is where the tools of like having self-awareness comes in. I was like, "Oh shit, like I haven't even realized that I was spending that time and upon reflection I realized it was really me being afraid of being just with myself, sitting in mm-hmm. solitude with myself, an avoidance tool." avoiding looking at my feelings, looking at what was screaming out to me. And also I was avoiding feeling really like challenging feelings, but on the other side of it, like I wasn't allowing myself to feel really happy and like excited emotions Mm -hmm. either. I was just keeping myself in this lane of like, nah, just, you know, that numbing it's, And I was like, shit, I'm addicted. Like, I was like, this is an addiction. Um, And so I put some boundaries in place with myself, with my screen time, having downtime between um, 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. So when I wake up, I can't go straight on my phone. Having a time limit set on TikTok. Help. TikTok's so easy.
1: (laughs) To spend I know mine's and Instagram on. and like reels on Instagram. I've well, to, Instagram I've done the too. same. I've had to put time limits on on Instagram and Facebook because I was the exact same. Once I stopped like working, I uh, yeah, literally 14 hour days. And I was like, that is not. I well. was like,
0: I was like, what? <laughs>
1: I was that many like hours cooked. And and yeah, I encourage everyone, look at your screen time. Like it is so surprising. Like it, it's 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 honestly confronting. confronting. Yeah, Yeah, it is confronting. And I think it's really great to see because like when we're scrolling on our phone, we're not resting. Our brain is hyper hyper activated and it is receiving so much serotonin and dopamine from those quick, funny videos that our body just, our mind just goes into overdrive. And so that's why when we put our phone down, we're like, oh my God, because then we feel like, no time has lapsed, but we've actually been sitting down for two hours and so then our brain is like, oh my God, I have to do this, 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 like our, our brain is far too activated. It's crazy how much, yeah, yeah it's,
0: oh God, it's wild. Exactly. and. One of the TikToks, a TikTok made me reflect on my TikTok time as well. (laughs) Um, But it was um, Inception. (laughs) Oh, whoa, that's better. It was talking about how, like, you know, TikTok scrolling through is like it's like mental crack. It's like Mm. our our like brains are firing and only firing to be like interested for these short bursts of videos. Yeah, so easy to watch, so quick. Instant dopamine, instant like yay, like I'm entertained. And she was saying like I don't want to post on TikTok anymore because I don't feel like it is like ethical. Because mm. obviously our brains they're they're um, malleable. So mm. when the more time we're spending on TikTok, the more we're training our brains to only be um, alert or being able to concentrate on those like really short videos. Yeah. Um, and only I mean our happiness as well. Like my first night from 8 p.m. where I just had to sit there. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, what you do I do? do? For,
1: and I I for me, I still pick up my phone. I would still pick up my phone and me my hands too. would move and I was just like, okay, what this am I is doing? Actually a fucking worry. Like it's a compulsion. <laughs> yeah, it is. And people don't talk about it. And you're so right about that. Um, about like that the six seconds right like we only have six seconds to catch people and um I did a lot of like social media training at my last job and they said you know when people walk into a store you literally have seven seconds to engage with them and get their kind of you know give them a welcome help them out whatever it is before they switch off you know what I mean like that is how quick our attention spans have been at been minimized down to and it also fits with I mean let's go real meta now like consumerism right like yeah we are literally oh my god we are going a bit crazy with this episode actually but we are going like a little bit um into like We're being kind of not trained because that sounds a bit like conspiracy theorist, but we're being super conditioned into um, needing that freshness constantly, needing that new purchase, needing that new food, needing that new experience. um, And instantly. Instantly. So it's like awesome. And then after pay, perfect. I can get it instantly. I don't have to worry about the money. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do that. And I'm totally like, I'm so bad. I'm You know, that's something I'm having to really – train myself out of because yeah it's like I used to so often just be like oh I want to do this and I'll do it instantly you know what I mean like I want to purchase this I want to book this I want to whatever um and it's just because it's because my our brains are like where's the dopamine and so so I think practices like in Taurus isn't really resting like meditations and like not even guided meditations but literally just sitting down and just trying to listen to what's around you um, I just recently did a week long, um, it's called Vipassana meditation, um, oh, practice, yeah. which is where you sit and you just, you kind of focus on the tip of your nose to each corner of your lip, like that little triangle. Um, and you just kind of focus on like the breath coming in, the breath going out just in silence, um, for like 10 or 15 minutes. And that was really, and yeah, first couple of days, so challenging, I was fidgeting, I was opening my eyes. I was literally itching to not be in it. Then by the end of it, yeah. I was I was looking forward to it every morning. I loved that bit of quiet time. And so I think, yeah, our um our brains are yeah, just so conditioned to just need stimulation from the minute our eyes open to the minute they fall asleep. Exactly. And from
0: being able to take myself away from that, I've realized how much more peaceful and rested and fulfilled mm. that I've begun to feel because while I'm doing things and in the moment I'm like I don't really want to do this like I'm coming up against resistance the more and more I do it the more I'm like oh no this is what I mean this does feel good mm. um and and I know that's a big thing um on social media, like two schools of thought, like dedication, like pushing through it and doing what makes you feel good. And I think the self-awareness piece is where that beautiful um, synergy comes in, where you can push through a resistance, knowing that this is actually what is going to make me feel Mm. really good, either short-term or in the long-term. I have also kind of want to touch on, because I feel like this is very connected to tourist season as well, being more connected to pleasure practices, being out mm-hmm. of my mind and into my body, yeah. Um, and that's not even like anything sexual. Just like anything that centers me and anything that I'm really enjoying. Like I've been loving watching the smoke of my incense, oh, like in the like trance, in the light. Yeah, oh, the so smell good. of it, feeling into like the temperature of the room if I'm cooking a really nice meal, smelling the meal, just being really immersed in the moment and in my body and feeling what's happening yeah. in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been loving EFT tapping as well. And one thing that made me be like, oh, like I think this might be a good practice is because I went to do a, a tapping video and I was like, so like my like ego was coming up heaps. And I was yeah. like, no, I want to get out of it. Can't I don't want do to out of do it. it. Yes. And yeah. I was like, this tapping, like, I don't want to do this. It feels so uncomfortable that when I immerse myself in it is when I know usually is when I'll like have a bit of a breakthrough or in my case, I had a bit of a breakdown this week, but it's fine.
1: Breakdown. There was
0: a break. (laughs) Something broke. (laughs) It's it's honestly usually the same thing. When I have a breakdown, it's like a release. And, and one thing I know when we interviewed Maddie Bolsh is like the difference between wallowing in your emotions mm. and feeling like yeah. when when does that line come um and so that's that's what the breakdown was for me feeling it but like being like okay I'm done now <laughs> yeah yeah pulling yourself back. out of it yeah so i know that conversation it went through a few turns We've had a we've had a really good chat. This has been great. <laughs> it's been great. But I feel like it is all very tourist season. Everything yep. we were talking about is really anchored into, into that, that energy. Um, so we would love to hear your thoughts. What are you doing for tourist season? What do you think about um all of the topics we talked about? What are you doing to rest and um make yourself feel good this tourist mm-hmm. season? We would love to hear um and we're we're gonna be back on the gram
1: we're gonna be back on the gram. there's gonna be more memes more memes if you're not following us on instagram please do it's a glorified meme page we think we're very funny and we'd like you to think we're funny too
0: <laughs> honestly i think we're hilarious we are quite so funny. so thank you so much everyone thank you beth love you Thanks, so much Abby, for okay. meeting me on this gorgeous saturday morning what a great saturday morning chart have a great Sunday. We're going to be posting this on Sunday for everybody. Have a great Sunday. Have a we great long weekend, everyone. Have a great long Public weekend. So tomorrow in Australia.
1: Oh my God, lap it up. We I love know that for everyone. I know. I only know because um, I don't know why I know, but someone told yeah, me you, recently. You don't. Need I would otherwise do I wouldn't have known. I I keep track of nothing. I had to remind myself that it was Easter like ten times. <laughs> me too, though. Like. <laughs> i
0: so funny okay one one last thing you know we I was Catholic and I know you were religious as well growing up I had a moment over Easter I was like is Easter the same for everyone all over the world like is it at the same time it is I was like I'm totally I'm well I was gonna say I'm a bad Catholic I'm not really Catholic but that was a moment for me
1: some things are different But no, that's what I thought anyway. Easter is international, I believe. (laughs) International. Um, But yeah, it's so funny because my my friend this is I'll finish off with this funny story about Georgia. (laughs) She was like, um, she had a really busy, like, you know, where we are, we're in a country town. And so lots of her friends, like, you know, they live in the city, but they come back for Easter, like you did, Abby. Like you go you go home for Easter. And so she was catching up with lots and lots of friends on like Easter Saturday, Easter Sunday. And so, like georgia doesn't really know like her family don't do holidays at all um she's not really in the know so they just had like she just had a small family dinner with her parents on good friday i wasn't here i was up north um and so on on saturday and sunday she was meeting up with all her friends and she was like oh how was your easter and they're like it's still going it's four (laughs) days." and she was like oh what do you mean like and they're like yeah like my family does it Saturday night or they do it Sunday or we actually have a, you know, Monday public holiday thing. And Georgia was like, yeah, she just kept asking everyone like, Oh, how's your so Easter? Sorry? And everyone was like, it's not finished. It's been one, one out of it four It is Easter. Days. <laughs> so funny, ballers.
0: I love that though. Well, I love that. Yeah. God. So bless. I'm
1: happy another long weekend, everyone. Enjoy. Love that for us.
0: Yeah. Enjoy. Um,
1: and we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening
0: to the Mystic Millennial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, leave a review,
1: and make sure to subscribe so you never miss an ep. Thank you. Bye.